I will build my love an altar in the wide, wild morning when the sky sings of every thing. Hello and welcome to season two of the Gladcast. Um, we just decided Which we to, really arbitrarily created <laughs> ah, just in a whim but 19 episodes feels like a season i mean how many ball mm-hmm. games are in a ball match <laughs> like, exactly you know probably 19. There's enough innings enough mm-hmm. we did all the innings anyway um welcome to the gladcast shit to be glad about um we're super pumped because this is our first listener request that we're actually responding to. And it was a request about why, what words we use and why we use them, what they really, really mean. And we decided to devote season two to talking about the dynamics of a deliberately created life that leaves you joyful and immersed in who you really are. And we're just really excited because a lot of these words, a lot of these concepts are coming out of my channeling or out of Hannah's deep emotional design work she does. And so a lot of this stuff just isn't out in the world yet. So we're excited to bring you fresh content, to explore that fresh content and to stay as usual about as silly and dumb as we as we normally are. So we're excited about this. Um, I'm Natalie Marie, and this is my my dear bloom of a bestie and and comrade forever and soul sister over on the other coast. Hi, I'm Hannah Lee. Hi, Hannah Lee. Hi, Natalie. Um, and Hannah's gonna get us kicked off on our first one, and we we picked a. We picked the topic of magic. Hannah picked the topic of magic because it's this major, multifaceted, often muddy concept that is fun to use. But like everything, you have to kind of purify, pour the water through the cheesecloth a little bit to make sure that you're using it in a way that moves your real life forward. And we're not being sloppy. We are really big on distinctions um, and on really making sure that the words we're using or the concepts that we're using, we really deeply get a sense of so they serve us so that so that we don't walk around in doubt, but we can walk around in clarity and faith and joy. So Hannah, you want to get us started on magic? Amen. Yes, I do. Um, magic, I really, I've been reading this book that's meant for young readers. It's called The Secret Garden. It's a classic by Francis Hodgson Burnett. And they talk a lot about magic. And um, it's really fascinating. There's There's big transformations that the children in the book go through that, are pretty much solely the result of them shifting their perspective and also getting out into nature and how that is just such a beautiful perspective shift for them that it angles them towards Mm. what is good and beautiful. So I want to read a little quote about the kids discovering and talking about what is magic. I keep saying to myself, what is it? What is it? It's something. It can't be nothing. I don't know its name, so I call it magic. I have never seen the sunrise, but Mary and Dickon have, and from what they tell me, I am sure that is magic too. 
Something pushes it up and draws it. Sometimes I've been in the garden, I've looked up through the trees at the sky, and I have had a strange feeling of being happy, as if something were pushing and drawing in my chest and making me breathe fast. Magic is always pushing and drawing me, and drawing and making things out of nothing. Everything is made out of magic. Leaves and trees, flowers and birds, badgers and foxes and squirrels and people. So it must be all around us, in this garden, in all the places. The magic in this garden has made me stand up, and I know I'm going to live to be a man. Mm. Mm. I love that book so much. (laughs) I get such heart feels as you're reading. Mm, Me too. And I, I love the... It feels really true to me that the way magic works is through the ways it inspires us. It feels like being pushed or drawn out towards something. It feels like mm-hmm. the sun being drawn into rising or mm-hmm. across the sky. And mm-hmm. when I mm-hmm. locate myself in my joy and in the sense that anything that I want is possible and I look forward to it excitedly, and deliciously and starting to drool a little bit then then I get inspired and I think that that inspiration I call that inspiration magic mm. mm-hmm. yeah cool that I can really feel that um for me um when I allow the next to unfold without trying to hammer it into place with action or, or trying to force it to happen but I just kind of relax and and imagine what it would feel like if this next came into being in the way I prefer and then I just chill out and I just mind my vibe and I have fun and I watch good girls and I go dance and I work on my book and I laugh with the kids and make you know tie-dyed pancakes all morning with easter eggs in it and I you know like if I just like trust and relax and then all of a sudden someone calls me and is like hey this thing you've been trying to make happen for a year and then you finally relaxed on it's coming into being in this way you could never have anticipated Mm. that feels magical to me because my logical mind doesn't know how to get to where I have never been it can only tell me to how to get to where I have been Mm. and so when That new when I have somehow got my energy in line with something that my logical mind didn't know the way to, it feels exactly like magic. It feels like this great fairy godmother or universal consciousness just smiled at me and gave me the ball gown. And it's time to go to the ball. It's just the most magical twinkly feeling Mm. of that of the next unfurling in that way. It's so delicious. Yeah. And for oh, I think part of what's really delicious is rather than seeing that phone call about whatever you've been excited about creating as like, oh, what a what a fun coincidence. It's like that is on purpose. That mm-hmm. That is not an accident that that happened that way. It is because you felt excited about it and because you also relaxed about it that you were able to really create what, or allow in what you were wanting or what you were excited about. And I, I love how being aware of that helps me to feel really on purpose about my own creation rather than accidental or um, powerless. It's really like, okay, turn the magic on this and 
it's so fun because that just really means having fun and finding ways to feel excited rather than sad and pouty and right and it also reaffirms your ability to create better Mm -hmm. like esther from abraham hicks will say i did that like when something good happens that she prefers not good something that she likes and prefers or something she'll say i did that or when something when she creates with her expectations something she doesn't prefer she also says i did that and so that noticing the correlation of your relationship to this magic unfurling even either in a preferred direction or a not preferred direction is super empowering Mm -hmm. And and it helps you to it helps you to relax your vibe enough to allow shit to get good which is super which is like one of the struggles of deliberate creators they just keep trying they keep being nervous that it's not happening or they keep noticing that it's not happening and freaking themselves out and then they vibrate at it's not happening and I'm freaked out and then they draw in stuff that matches it's not happening I'm freaked out and then they they just have a hard time getting traction Mm -hmm. on you know the relaxed space um so p is for for passion um Bashar the metaphysical teacher Bashar talks about um how life speaks in passion poems these blooms of inspiration that um, are so innate to your core frequency that are so resonant to what you came here to do and to what you are most fired up about that when you make room to receive your passion poems the magic that flows in through that alignment because when you're in a passion poem you're not resistant you're not like I should do this I really should but I don't want to you know that cruddy crazy nutto energy that of when you're like in a in obligation but when you're like man this is so exciting like uh, the channeling work I do is a passion poem for me like I like try to figure out how I can give more time to it because I'm so pumped about it I'm just like so excited I can't wait to get into it and when I get into it I never want to stop I'm like oh my god like I'm not sleeping I'm so excited about it and then what happens around that is that a lot of crackly magic manifestations happening where people are like oh I just had this thought that maybe you would know this answer and can I pay you a couple hundred dollars to just answer this one question and it's like oh, I just channeled on that yesterday. Are you kidding me? Or, you know, like it has a lot of crackly magic because I'm just given over to the passion. And the passion, I believe, is locked at the frequency of magic. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Shove that mic up the butt. (laughs) Um, Listeners, I want to tell you, I've I've told Natalie that um, I taught my daughter about what, how mic drop works, but she really doesn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she says it all the time like in like when someone's in the middle of talking it's just like mic drop and it's like wait I'm I still have more to say <laughs> I just said the that's all I said I haven't even another word out you can't drop the mic I need the mic to keep saying what I'm saying <laughs> oh, it tickles me so for Q I think one of the the main magic acts or use another kind of magical word, um, spells that I like to cast or another word for that is like a prayer or a wish is, um, I like to make, a, a quilt out of the emotions that I want a, something that I'm desiring to have or to embody. Um, if I'm wanting to create something, I will make a drawing or a painting, um, just 
watercolors or whatever I've got, crayons, of just what are the, the emotional words of how I want to feel about that thing. And I'll just fill up a page with it. And it's, it's really powerful. It's really amazing to, to ride that wave from more general feelings. And then as I get inspired to more specific feelings, then sometimes I'll write down things. And then later on, people say exactly what I wrote on my paper, like verbatim. I'm like, wow, I'm kind of like a puppet master, but also you're your own person. But damn, I did that. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Natalie? Yeah, totally. I do. And um, I think that for R, I have a sense of real, like, I feel like my realist person, my realist self, when I'm when I'm harnessing the power of the magical universe rather than like I feel really like least like my real self when I'm not like when I'm like like for example I'll be going towards something totally expecting it's gonna go shitty and no one's gonna give me what I want and I'm gonna just have a crap time then it happens and I fuss at the people or fuss at the situation and try to change it by screaming about it or whatever I feel least like my true self when I'm in those moments because I'm not whereas when I do when I use the quilt uh, I like that metaphor Hannah but when I when I say I would like to feel understood I would I oh how does that feel god that feels good okay do I believe it's possible that I could feel understood and loved and cherished in this situation absolutely all right cool am I willing to let the universe just bring it to me and relax fuck yeah I am that when I do that and I just relax and then then someone says you know I had a sense that I didn't really hear you I want to hear you can you say this again or can you is there a way that whatever and I'm like wow I'm feeling really understood and cherished and loved in this moment it's like bing um I think that our proper real selves are ones that run on magic it's not an op it's not a you know an like optional kind of side hustle it's your main hustle and uh it's so delicious. I feel really like also another R word is rad. Like when I'm in my magic game and I'm just letting it be easy and letting life respond to the beautiful vibration I'm setting. I feel rad. Yeah, you do. And you should. For S, I think that magic speaks in the form of sparkles and not like real glitter sparkles or sequins but like kind of like a shimmering beauty um there's a movie called the celestine prophecy where they're kind of talking about this kind of concept or way of seeing the world and um uh they talk about how when something is is more beautiful that's something that you should move towards and there's this person trying to find his way through the jungle and he doesn't know which way to go and he looks at two paths and really looks at them and one just kind of comes alive with color and the other one just kind of looks mundane and or just kind of not as bright and so he moves towards the um the magical bright sparkly path and it immediately led leads to him being captured but when he's captured, he rendezvous with another character who he's been trying to find in the jungle, and so it was actually the perfect place for him to be led to. And I feel like that is so true of us. When we move towards what is 
sparkly, beautiful, bright, colorful, something we just want to get closer to, amazing things unfold. And it, it, that, that is a path. That, that is our path. And the, the language that our path speaks is beauty, sparkling, fun, brightness, being enticed forward. Um, I shared this recently with my five-year-old daughter. I was like, just move towards what's pretty. And she looked around and she looked at this painting I had on the wall. And she's like, well, that's pretty. I want to I get closer to that. So I took it off the wall and we're putting it on the ground. She's like, I want to play with it with my toys. I want to put the toys on. I was like, um, that doesn't feel fun for me. You know, I don't want to like get this painting scratched up. But we could we could make another painting, and she got so excited, and we took out this big plywood board that I had already gessoed, and she starts to paint on it, and she just lost herself in painting for the next few hours and was painting on these giant boards with tubes of watercolor paint, and it looked so beautiful and really stunning stuff, and it was just so fun for her, and it was just like, wow, that just happened because she moved towards what was pretty or sparkly for her I love that s Hannah in a vague and super general way love it t is that's an inside joke listeners um write to Hannah about why it's an inside joke and what it's inside of anyway t we're gonna end on t and t is for trajectory um There's a constellation that begins to appear in your sky as you start to realize that the things that are coming into your relaxed, allowing, happy vibe are actually like your true constellation in the sky of life. And these manifestations are not arbitrary and you're kind of being led or guided. And that feeling as that concept as that clarity begins to emerge in your own life you get to feel a real feeling of being pushed or or drawn in a direction that is is your higher that your higher self's leading you to and there's a real sense of magical collaboration that is intoxicating and so my invitation to you listeners is to to kind of um let this rambly rampage on different um, ways of thinking about or being with the concept of magic and check in with yourself around your own relationship to your own magic and to the universe's magic. This might be a really great time to journal or to talk to someone, open a conversation. We have a lot of time. What else do we want to spend our time on besides going deep in the things that we love? So my hope, my blessing is that magic reaches you in a deeper and more obvious ways. One of my favorite phrases in the world is, may you be blessed with obvious magics, not the ones you forget about. And someone says, oh, that happened. That was cool. And you didn't get it. But the ones where you're like, oh, shit, this is happening now. I'm being blessed wildly. I'm manifesting and allowing deliciously in this now. And you're awake and you don't miss it. Thank you all listeners for joining us in season two. And if you missed season one, it's full of a lot of silly insights and beauty. So go check it out. And Miss Hannah Lee with that sultry siren voice. Would you like to sing us out? (laughs) Sure thing. I made up a song just today that I would love to share. We are the ones we've been waiting for. 
the dark You are the one you've been waiting for You are the light You are the dark I am the one